you know, a private pilot pilot's license does seem really interesting though. Yeah. Because like I, it's something that like is extremely expensive, but also now you have like a one up on everyone who's like, Oh, what are you going to do? And it's like, Oh, I'm going to fly a, fly a plane. I can do, I can do Cessna 911. Oh God. <laughs> That's how we're starting this. Yeah, Cessna nine eleven. Yeah, no, a, a Japanese guy did do it in like the seventies or eighties. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's an interesting thing because it's just like yeah, gatekeeping. You, you know, here you can fly planes if you want if you've got like thousands of dollars. Yeah, and like I understand wanting training for like people flying you know, your like Airbuses or Boeings like on the commercial flight. But I feel like we should allow any moron with the money to, or ability to build an airplane to be able to fly and die on their own accord. We need to have it be like boats where you can just like go down to Lake Ozarks and rent the boat. And if you want a drunk crash into the beach and die, you can do it. But like, all right, one, you can get a DUI on a boat. Yeah, I know. But you can make that risk on your own decision. If you choose to do that. <laughs> also, like, you know, I feel like you can cause way more damage in peak season Lake of the Ozarks on a jet ski than anyone can in, like, a super cheap Cessna. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just... Uh, I'm a, How are there not more jet ski accidents? They seem like such extremely dangerous materials. I think you just don't hear about them because it's usually, like rich person dies or like what person on a cruise falls overboard or something. What, when DJ Khaled got stuck on the jet ski. <laughs> yeah. <in> my <laughs> it's just like, Hey Twitter, uh, it's getting dark. I'm lost. <laughs> I'm going to try and find a way back. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't. Anyway, uh, this is Cleo talk. I'm Matt and I'm RC. And uh, we don't really have a lot of topics to discuss, but we do have some, you know, words to say. Anyway, so jet skis. Why, like, I feel like there should be some licensing at all, right? I feel like it's your right as an American to operate a motorized vehicle without license. <laughs> like, if I want to, it doesn't even, it's just a jet ski. It just pushes water. If I want to fly it, or if I want to drive it, I should be allowed to do that without light, without big government getting in now, tangled with it. Would you take a jet ski back to some historical time period and just like just to show them what a jet ski is? I mean, yeah. Like, wouldn't it be so cool to just go down like? The River Thames in like the 1500s, like what's up, fuckers? <laughs> oh God! In a jet ski? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. I feel like you get shot, like arrows or something, like longbowmen. I mean, like, hark! What beckons thee, and it shoot you? I mean, maybe, but like <laughs> you, you try to you try to do like one of those like circle donut things, and you fall off and drown <laughs> just in front of everybody. <laughs> That would be actually, you know, thinking about it, that's where they dumped all the sewage. <laughs> you yeah. should be jet skiing through the shit water. <laughs> J- just like taking my jet ski to the modern day sewage treatment plant and just doing donuts around the circle. You should be allowed to do that. 
Yeah, I mean, they'd save the money on those stirring machine things they got. Yeah, uh, well, the stirring machine apparently like will kill you because uh, I have a relative that works at a sewage treatment plant as a wastewater operator, and he uh, was telling me a story about how they once had a guy who was high on drugs try and get into the tank. And they had to chase him around the plant and try to keep him away from the tanks because if he got in the tanks, he would be like basically cut in half by the stirring things. It's like the call of the sewage tank. Yeah, it it, it beckons you in the night. Yeah, a, a random guy on a lot of drugs broke into a sewage it's siren <laughs> cry, <laughs> crawl crawl into the poop tube. It's come to me. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. sometimes you know, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah, but also, uh. Back to if you watch our uh, previous episode on Hunter Larkin, that was a good segue. We do have some new news about the situation. Yeah, I guess news. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's public record. It's not news. We just we did some googling. We, we, again. We're we're doing an addendum because there was a meeting since the one where he did the little coup thing. Uh, so it's like, ah, oh, there's more information. Also. Nobody really reports on it because it's Goddard, Kansas, and we were just like, "eh, this is an interesting topic, whatever." Anyway, so the people that he two the two people he unjustly fired, uh, he had to uh, basically pay severance to. Yeah. Which uh, the amount of severance he paid is a little less than uh, double the average median income for one person in Goddard, Kansas. Yeah. So. It's about. Sixty-five, seventy thousand dollars, I think, in total to the two of them. Yeah. Which this is all again public. It's just the agenda minutes we're reading right now. So, yeah. so think about how it feels to spend sixty-five, seventy thousand dollars on paying off two people that you unjustly fired because you didn't like them. Yeah, it, and 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 so Brian the city administrator didn't even have the decency to have his signed he signed it Hunter didn't sign it he signed the other one from Thatcher but it's just like come on man you could at least sign the severance when you like fire the guy out of the blue after like orchestrating a coup also imagine like a Monday morning meeting in which like everything's going normally and then all of a sudden like this 20 something egomaniac just rolls up and gets you fired for no reason that that's the big question that i don't think people are asking in this whole thing is it's like what was brian doing wrong because he was he's the city administrator for like 20 years and they have charts and stuff on how good the city is doing and hunter in fact like references those when he talks about how good the city of goddard was doing under his leadership but Brian's the administrator. Brian's the one who, like, according to the Goddard City Charter, is actually, like, has the power to do things. So if the city's doing well, it's doing well because of him, not in spite of him. So why why remove him? Like, what, what was the actual reason? So I don't think we've ever... I think that the question has always been, like, well, why did you become mayor or whatever? It's never been, well, what was Brian doing wrong? Because they, they didn't have a reason. That's why he's getting the severance payment. They didn't have, like, a just cause. But I, I don't think anyone will really have an answer for us because I don't think Hunter Larkin will ever answer that question honestly. Yeah, I think and, it's always going to be, like, double talk or whatever. And Brian is obviously going to, I mean, forever hold a grudge. And I, I don't blame him. I would hold a grudge, too, if that happened to me. And uh, 
there's really no way of rationally thinking about the situation if you're the victim of it. Yeah, I mean, it's because, I mean, we're asking these questions, but imagine out of the blue, yeah, like you were saying, Monday morning, oh, by the way, you're fired. Yeah. Oh, also, you, we now have a new mayor, and it's the old guy who had to resign because he got a DUI. Yeah. Yeah, our, our disgracefully ousted mayor is now mayor again and firing you. God, what did Brian do to him? I don't, like, it, I don't know. I, I wonder if uh, the former mayor Zimmerman would know a bit about it because I know he was on the city council for as long as Hunter's been alive. I think so. I mean, he would have to know, right? Because he's the one who like resigned. Like, in this, you know, he was clearly like annoyed with the whole thing. I don't even think he knew it was coming either. Because so all the people involved were just like attending the meeting, you know, just randomly. And this was just. From what I can tell, just a standard, like right before this, they uh, had somebody like who was like, hey, I, you know, I want to apply for the uh, open city council spot, you know, because it's whatever. Who It wasn't the person that Hunter appointed, but they, they had like an actual applicant. So they were just going business as usual for the vacancy. And then it's like, oh, no, by the way, uh, we're voting to fire you as mayor. Yeah. And it's just an, like in the city council meeting, what happened every Monday? Yeah, like every other Monday. Every other Monday? So, like, that's not a lot of time to actually, you know, do this kind of stuff and collaborate with them. So, like, also, isn't the mayor of Goddard an unpaid position anyway? I couldn't find that. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. I think the city council members get paid, but I think you get paid the same amount if you're mayor as you do as a city council member. Also, you don't have any, you don't. You're like the the chair. It's kind of like the Speaker of the House, where you're like, even less so though. Uh, it, it's almost like the like the was the the pro tempore member of the Senate or whatever, which is like, well, you're the oldest, so you're like the most senior, but you don't actually have any power. It's yeah. just kind of a yeah. The mayor Goddard. It's like, well, you're the mayor, but you don't really do anything. Like the city administrator does all the actual work. Hmm. Yeah, it's just. This itches or tickles something in my brain. I don't know. It's just it's just so bizarre because it's, you know, in, in like a like a governmental coup that you look at in like actual countries, right? It's like okay, they're doing power because they want to like do something, but it's like, what is the reason? Like, I think that's what itches it is. It's just there's no reason. So there's just that question of like, what is the reason? Why are they doing this? What is the point? Like, is it just to launch like a how like a campaign, like a presidential, not presidential, but like a like a larger Kansas, office, like Kansas House campaign? Yeah, but also like obviously we're talking the, about him. The, we weren't, we didn't know who he was before when he ran unsuccessfully two years ago. Yeah, but also, this is a lot of high risk for low rewards. Yeah, because I mean, I know that if he runs for a Kansas State House seat and wins it, uh, those are horrifically underpaid. I think you get paid like, I think it's like sixty, isn't it? Six thousand. No, no, (laughs) no, no. It is like you get $120 per diem per day while it's in session. And the Kansas State House is only in session for like two and a half months. Well, that's that's not that great. No, it's not. No, (laughs) you you, you have to drive all the way through Topeka. And you have to have, you basically have to have a secondary income. Well, you have to have a secondary income in order to survive. I mean, he has a secondary income as mayor. And he works for that fiberglass company or whatever. Uh. And then, and that's one of the things that I, I've heard uh, talked about a lot in the state of Kansas is just like, like obviously I can't run for a Kansas state house seat because I'm not gonna be like, hey, 
work, I'm going to be uh, in Topeka almost every day this week for the next two and a half months. Yeah. Like that would 100% not fly. See, and that's the whole reason why you have to pay your government employees like a lot of money is so that anyone can do it. Yeah. Because, yeah, it is kind of exclusionary when it's like, oh, yeah, only people who can afford to do this can do this. It's yeah. like, well, that's a very small section of society. And also that opens up the ability for, like, you know, more special interest because, yeah. like, you know, if I own a business and then I also, you know, get myself on the committee for stuff that regulates that business, that doesn't make any sense. Which, you know, if you were the mayor and, you know, you didn't make that much money, but you had local, like, real estate developers, you know, giving you money, but then you were to be caught in a DUI uh, and have to resign, but you still have those relationships with those people, you know, then maybe you might want to become mayor again so you could start making money again through it. Yeah. that, that I mean, that's a hypothetical, but, you know, that um, I'm not talking about anyone in particular. But, no. You know. Theoretically, <laughs> in Minecraft. Now, one person who sometimes doesn't talk about people in particular is uh, Prince Harry, because I read his book. Oh, God. Is it good? Uh, it's all right. I listened to it on uh, Audible, and okay. uh, he reads it. He reads it? He yeah, can he, read? Yeah, he, he, reads, he reads his book. Wow, very yeah. good. Um, the few things that stand out to me is, uh, one, asking his handler, his handler his handler which is basically like the guy who manages his life kind of like a butler to uh help him with a research project when he was at uh sandhurst the royal military academy at sandhurst so, so he cheated yeah it, it, he cheated at british west point well that's hey, at least he admits it well he he asked for help and he's like i didn't well he doesn't say he cheated he said he asked for help you almost did a british accent there i did you're like, well, yeah, yeah. oh, and another thing about accents is he does do an Irish accent. Ooh, he does an American accent. Okay, and I think he attempts a South African accent at one point. There you go. I don't know what he sounds like, and I, I kind of want to keep it that way because I don't respect the Royals at all. No, I don't. And like, I was just seeing a lot of stuff about this, and was like, you know what? I'll devote thirty-three <laughs> hours of my life, thirty-three hours of your life, to some rich whatever talking to you yeah Ugh. complaining about his problems oh yeah what yeah. kind of problems does he have well his mom died oh which is a valid problem yeah that's a, I don't know, yeah that, that is that, that I don't want to make fun of him for that no no and obviously the way that he was treated is uh pretty you know rude but also it kind of falls apart near the end when he's really complaining about getting cut off from like his income from the British Royal family and like his security detail and stuff like that. It's like, okay, well, I mean like, yeah, obviously you're struggling, but then when you like move to the United States, you get to stay in Tyler Perry's mansion. Yeah. And then you then buy a house in the same neighborhood as Tyler Perry. Yeah. Well, even that complaint, it's like, Oh no, I had to become a regular person except for the fact that I'm like a prince and famous yeah. and I can, you know, get a ne get Spotify to give me a hundred million dollars just because my name is Prince Harry. Yeah. Know? It's like, Oh no, woe is me. I have to get a job like regular people that make my millions of dollars instead of just having a check cut to me every month. Wow. What a, 
incredible problem to have. Yeah, and uh, there's also a lot of times where he points out it's just like a lot of people would tell me, oh, I'll, in like in school stuff, you're like, oh yeah, you're gonna, you'll be fine, you'll get this, and he was like, but I wasn't, and I don't think he was really clicking in his head that like Eaton or Eaton. Sandhurst were not gonna fail him. Yeah, there, there's no way that you fail. Could you imagine the scandal though? It's like, yeah, the Prince Harry flunks out of military school. Yeah, well, I mean, he he nearly wasn't was banned from going by Parliament after his uh, wearing of Nazi uniforms. Well, I mean, that's whomst among us, you know, whomst among us has not accidentally called our friend a racial slur. Yeah, right. Which he did do. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. No. Have you seen what they did to the Irish? Well, it it, it wasn't that. Uh, I know. Have you seen what they did to the, literally every single one of their colonies? Yeah. And he gets 99% there. Like, he's almost to, there to realize everything that, like, he's a part of and is and actually inherited is bad. And then he just doesn't get that final step over. Like, he's... He's making the connection becomes the wrong conclusion. No, no, no. He he's like about to make the full connection that the British royal family is like a complete waste and uh, one of the most evil things to ever exist. And then he just doesn't complete it. Was he doing that so that the reader makes the completion, but he doesn't have to say it, or does is he just stupid? Well, I don't know because like like my thought is. I haven't read it. I don't. I'm not going to read it. But is it a? He can't say it, but he's saying it in a way that you know. You know, you made that conclusion, I, or is he just dense? Like he, he got frostbite on his penis and tried to use herbal remedy remedies to heal it. <laughs> how, how how did he get frostbite on his on his penis? Uh, he, he he went on a uh, trip to the North Pole uh, a couple weeks before his brother's wedding. And yeah, and then and then he got uh, frostbite on his penis, and then he had to do his brother's wedding with frostbite on his penis. These these people lead different lives than us. Yeah, and they're, they're and not they're, the same. As and you. apparently, his brother was very upset at him over. How it. did his brother know he had frostbite? Because on his he penis. told him. And then and then at the reception, <laughs> the reception <laughs> at the reception of the wedding. Uh, Harry was reading a letter that came in a package from a very excited American. Yeah. In which the American uh, was trying to make a garment for Kate out of roadkill he found. Okay. Uh, but he was only able to get like enough animals to uh, make a uh, roadkill hide thong that Harry then presented <laughs> to the entire like like reception while doing an intro speech. Oh my god. So, you know, when you live a sheltered life, it, it, um, it, do you want to readdress? Is he like doing it so readers infer, or is he just dumb? Do you want to just readdress that point real quick? Is is he doing it for like literative reasons, or is he doing it because he's stupid, Matt? Uh, let, let, let's reference what I just said recently about okay. about the roadkill yeah. thong and frostbite. I, I think I think the reader can make their own conclusions. <laughs> the reader can't make its own conclusions. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. It and it's like there's times where you feel like sympathetic towards him, but also 
then you got to remember, how does he afford to, you know, fly to Botswana for vacations all the time? Or that, and, and that that's the thing is it's like you can feel sympathy for them as a human, but you can also remember that he has literally other than like the real human like loss of a loved one. Right. Yeah. He has never had a hardship in his entire life. Well, OK. Because, he, he, I mean, he did. He did go to Afghanistan twice. Yeah. As a royal. Do, do you genuinely believe that he was ever in any actual danger? Like, put it this way. Like, say the Black Hawk Down situation. He's yeah. a helicopter pilot, right? He gets shot down. Do you believe that he would get treated the same way in that situation as a regular soldier? Or do you think that both the U.S. and the British militaries would move heaven and earth to get him back in one piece unharmed? Th- that's my well, point. Yeah, I mean, basically after, well, his for- first tour was cut short because the media found out that he was in Afghanistan and they immediately evacuated him. Yeah, yeah. Because and th- that's my point is it's just like just by nature of his position, he's not in the same amount of danger in any given scenario as you or I, unless someone's like trying to kill him or something. But uh, another part that I found really interesting is when he was talking about like the ten year anniversary tribute concert for their mom. Uh, he was just like, "Me and Willie put together a concert. We got Wembley Stadium, we got Elton John, we got P Diddy." I was like, "Did you guys get Wembley Stadium, P Diddy, Elton John?" Brian May, or did you just tell someone to get it? Because I can't imagine you two, like, two princes calling up Wembley Stadium being like, hey, do you guys have this weekend available that we can book for a tribute concert for our mom? Yeah, again, it's like very different lives. Yeah. That not even the rich, but the royals lead. Because it's like, I don't have Elton John on speed dial. It's, I you know if, if oh my god it's stupid, even even the the whole idea. Because okay, when you're like a regular celebrity, right? Yeah. Like, like when uh, like David Bowie died, right? He died. People were sad because he's good. He has a talent, right? He did. He had something that he was famous for that he did through his own hard work, right? Yeah. Like he wasn't, you know, you know. But when like Diane died. She was Diana. Diana. She was mourned because she was famous because she was royal, queen of our hearts. Yeah, Princess that's what it is. Like, like the queen, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, it's sad she died, but she never did anything. She, she was born, and then she became queen when her dad died, and then there you go. That's why she's famous and uh, powerful. She may have accomplished things throughout her life. She was queen because she was born, not not because of any actual merit or like ability to do anything, right? Yeah. And literally every single thing that any of these people do in their lives has to be put with the asterisk of, oh, by the way, they were born like famous and they never actually anything they've accomplished. They doesn't really count because they started like 18 rows up from everybody else. You know, yeah. like and Prince Harry made like a book that you're reading, but it's not because he's a good author. It's because he's Prince Harry. Yeah. So, and he's not because uh, there's a few times where he uses words that, frankly, don't make sense. Yeah. Or either like, I'm not exactly sure, but probably like I feel like I think he makes up a couple words in the book. Probably. Well, he's Shakespeare, right? He's yeah. allowed to make up words. Uh, and then there's a lot of stuff where like I, 
I remember he was talking about like him and Megan trying to meet and Megan was on a tough like work schedule because she was filming suits and he was like, yeah, and I had so many lads trips. Lads trips. Yeah. I hate British. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, and, and that's the other thing is even Megan's actually accomplished stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, sure, she married a rich guy, but she was actually a famous actress before that because I, I don't, maybe Hollywood's not good, but at least she can, she can act. Yeah. I mean, she has a talent that she got through hard work. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Harry brings up the fact that she went through hardship, like basically like changing for auditions constantly in like mm-hmm. the back of her SUV, trying to get yeah. on roles. I mean, and and the British media was a hardship all of itself. Oh yeah, and I mean, like, oh my god, the it, it, uh, imagine an entire country dogging on you because because of your race. Mm-hmm. No, but they're not racist. Don't worry. No, they're, they're not racist. No, it, it's it, just because she uh, a a former prime minister's sister totally did not write an article in a newspaper questioning uh, the royal family lineage if it's mixed with another race. That did not happen at all. Yeah, and this is just making me mad. <laughs> yeah, it it's infuriating, uh, and it like I understand also like after. You know, William gets upset at Harry because, like, they've never stood up for their wives before. And yeah. Harry actually released a public statement defending his, like, w- well, girlfriend at the time. And it was like, wow, okay, so one man can actually stand up for people. That's cool. But it's, it's just incredible how spineless half of those people are. Just like they roll over for everybody and everything. And then the second that one of them's like, you know, I actually am not going to be racist to my wife. It's like, oh, yeah. But complete hard shift uh, back to where we are from. Good old Kansas City. We have a new flag. Yeah, we do. And split opinions of the podcast because I think it looks okay. It. I mean, it's Liechtenstein. Or Haiti, I mean, it, I think it's flipped, but yeah, it it's just like, eh. I don't know. I I think I'm spoiled because the the Wichita flag is like really good. Yeah, but it's just, I mean, it, okay, it's better than what it was, but I still don't love it. Maybe it'll grow on me. At, at least it's not a clip art of the, the logo. Yeah, in low res on a white background. I think it's just. To, I think I think it's just the logo I don't like because it looks like birth control or it looks like an ovary or something like that. It, it's just like weird because well, it's, like, it, it's a fountain. But yeah, I know it's a fountain, but it's like too weird. It, it, it doesn't it, if you don't necessarily know it's a fountain, it doesn't necessarily read fountain on the first glance, you know? Yeah, it, it's kind of weird. But. We have some new scenarios for streetcar expansion in Kansas City. Yeah, they uh, they're they're doing meetings, and actually, there's one tonight at eight as well. I forgot to tell you that oh. before we recorded, but there was one at six and eight tonight because uh, they're they're actually moving forward on the east west expansion. No way! Wow, <laughs> are they doing? All right, so <laughs> I'm I sorry that what. Just no way. Well, I, I'm in. I am frankly impressed that I thought East West would n- frankly never happen, or at least I thought that like you know the only East West would be going down Armor Boulevard in North Casey. 
but looks like here there is a 31st uh, Linwood route, and there's uh, a Broadway. Well, Broadway Main is going to be north south. Yeah, and look, looks like there's some 39th Street discussion going on as well. Mm-hmm. So the the bigger one is the Highway 40 up here that would wrap around the Truman Sports Complex. Yeah, but. I mean, I do like 39th Street. It's a very nice uh, area of going down there, and I'm a big friend uh, fan of Friends Sushi. If you are a uh, Kansas City local, go to Friends Sushi. Reasonable prices, good sushi uh, on 39th Street. That's not a paid ad. No, no, it, it is not a paid ad. I just really like Friends Sushi. We do this for free, everyone. We, we do this for free. Uh, this um, is a uh, after-work activity. Um, I will say, this is, I believe, north of the plaza. Yes. Yes, it's yes. north of the river, uh, or the creek, or whatever. I don't know. Yes, yeah, well, it's... but it does uh, theoretically that 39th Street one would, I think, just barely the end of the line would be in Kansas. Yes, at Calumet. Yes, which is kind of big news, I think, because that makes this technically an actual regional metropolitan light rail system. Yeah, because it goes into both regions. Now, going down 31st Street, if I remember correctly, there is a. Uh, brown's irish market there as well mm-hmm. uh which would be cool to be able to take a streetcar to there uh but an east west extension finally proves that like you know the kansas city streetcar is not going to be just something that goes down the corridor uh west of Troost and yeah. basically stays it'll actually you know reach out to some parts of the city that you know have been historically disenfranchised well and all of the uh People who talk about this being like a toy train or yeah. stuff like that. It, uh, this kind of investment, you know, it, it started yeah. out as a little, I, I will admit, it started out as a toy train on Main Street, but this is actually turning it into a robust, it, you know, it goes to, it will, it's going to go to the Truman Sports Complex. Yes. That, that it has to. That's the only reason and, to put it where it is. And the amount of business boom I have seen around the streetcar in Kansas City is insane. Yeah. That, and it's, it's going to be, I, I think it would be fantastic. Yeah. Now, one thing that I, I why stop at East West? Here's the interactive map. I mean, I think they have to go up to the airport with something. That yeah. That's the next logical leap. If you look at the Kansas City map, yeah, this one is to, you know, the Truman Sports Complex because we're going to have the World Cup in a couple of years. And I guess they're like, well, we have buses to take you to downtown, and this hopefully gets done before that. So at least you can just ride the streetcar from downtown what? to. We're actually planning for the World Cup? Uh, hypothetically. Here's an interactive map. So if you see it, wraps around here. The one issue I have with this east west plan, as is, is none of these transit options actually go into the Truman Sports Complex. Well, so the Truman Sports Complex, the, the Arrowhead and Kaufman generate uh, particularly the arrowhead or well gehea field mm-hmm. at arrowhead stadium generate so much revenue yeah from parking that i feel like they will fight it tooth and nail so it doesn't go directly into the stadium but people still want to tailgate right yeah people so still, people will still drive yes like but, tailgating isn't but going anywhere. what i imagine is at these transit stops there will 100 percent be a booth in which you'll have to pay to enter the parking lot, probably. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying is you can still make money off of it, or yeah, you you. But but you're still going to get nickel and dime trying to get to the stadium. Yeah, or you, you have know, it be a fared. 
entrance. Now, are they still talking about the streetcar being free? Because if they do this expansion, I would 100% be pro having like a Metro card system. I haven't seen that anywhere. I, I, obviously, we, we haven't actually gone to the meetings. Yeah. But I haven't seen anywhere where they've mentioned a fare. I, I think luckily we're at the point where this is still small enough to where it's not. It costs, I think, about $70 million a year to run this thing. Yeah. And that's the entire metro area paying for it. So that's Johnson County and Jackson County and all that because it's under the KCATA banner. So it's just the regional metro transit system. Uh, so I, I haven't seen anywhere that's mentioned possibly adding a fare. But yeah, I mean, if you get like a $2 or if you get like a year pass for like $25, it, I, I think I think the larger thing is they need to make this worth the money. They yeah. need to make it to where people can go, hey, I'm going to pay $150, $300 for a year pass, and, and then I, I won't have to drive anywhere. Now, one gripe that I have, it needs to be like a Metro card or like some sort of tap system. Because mm-hmm. I have been on a mid uh, a modern Midwest transit system in Minnesota, in which it does cost money, but you have to buy like a ticket, and you can just get on. But so you can basically skip the fare. Not saying that we would do that, but you also get fined if a cop finds you with skipping the fare, and that seems kind of ridiculous. Why would you just not have like a preloadable card you could have on your wallet? Where all yeah. you can do is just tap, and then if there's a question, you can just like a cop, you just take out your Metro card, and as long as it like is valid within that yeah. like year or whatever, and you can do it by month or by year. But yeah, like the Metro card system is definitely a lot cooler because yeah. even in Chicago, they have it linked to an app now, so you get the card, it's registered to you, but then you don't actually have to have it because you're you can just like scan your uh, phone. Yeah. Which it's pretty cool. But also hop on, hop off free is also, I mean, honestly, the best because that's my one thing I do like about the streetcar is that it is free. Yeah, yeah. And that, all the buses in Kansas City are free too, so like that, might as that, well just keep it. I think that's the largest thing for it too is just the speed of – you don't have to wait in line, you know, swipe, swipe, yeah. swipe. You can just hop on, which I think is the big benefit for us over – well, Chicago especially because there's a lot of those where it's like 20 degrees and I was standing there – waiting for a bunch of old people to swipe it, and they didn't understand how it worked for a lot of it, and they were getting yelled at by the bus driver. It's like, man, kind of missing Casey right now where you can just walk on. Or even Minneapolis, where you can just walk on. Yes, you can walk on as long as you have a ticket that you purchase for the amount of hours that you're going to be on. Yes. Now, um, are they going to do the North expansion, though, to North KC? Because I know that was talked about. Well, I think... Yeah, I think the because I and, and it, it, even it, the the one of the Casey Current stadium. Well, it's going to go to the Casey Currents. That is a guarantee. Yeah, that's done. That's that's being built. Yeah, basically. but I think they're laying, but, they're they're making the rails for. I it. heard something about it going down Armor Boulevard in North KC. Uh, we have the map open. Uh, just go ahead and scroll up. It's a bit. an interactive map on the Kansas City uh, streetcar website. It's going to be way, that shows the east when you go to the east west expansion side. Yeah. Armor Boulevard in North KC, you know, you see where the Hawaiian Bros is. I'm, I'm like completely, yeah, right there. I mean, I, I haven't seen anyone say this, like a North expansion. North Rail. Got it. Uh, North Rail. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I haven't actually seen this. When did they? June twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. How have I never heard about this? Well, so wait a I, second. Is this since we did our last episode on the streetcar? <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, North Rail. That's kind of cool. So, I 
Okay, this is like one step away from the airport connection. I didn't yes. know this existed, but this is like they're now, actually going. In, in, in complete honesty, I slept on North Kansas City until I went to Ar- on down Armor Road, uh, I think last weekend or the weekend before. And Armor Road is definitely slept on. Uh, if you are a Kansas City resident, I would suggest going to Screenland Theater. That is a locally owned theater. They have a retro bar in its basement. And they have a massive Hawaiian bros. And they also have a, a few other restaurants. They have a uh, the Rhino, which is like a live music venue. It is it is nice. And honestly, it deserves a streetcar connection. And that gets it only one step closer to being up to the airport. Granted, the airport's a really far away <laughs> location. But they have a brand new... Here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think they're going to open the airport... They're going to let it run for a couple months, get yeah. the kinks out, and then they're going to be, well, you know, because of new regional, like, you know, investment and support for this brand new airport, you know, the Kansas City Area Transit Authority has decided, you know, we're going to have a brand new link using this North Rail link or maybe a subway or something cool like that. That'd be nice. Yeah. But I, I think that they're going to, with the new airport, it makes sense while public interest is at its highest to be like, here. Also, they're going to have an, a bunch of extra space because they're going to tear down the two terminals that are currently existing, which means exactly. you, can, you can build a massive transit hub out of there, uh-huh. which allows you to maybe run multiple lines. But with this North Rail one, uh, once that's done, all of a sudden you don't have to cross the river with a subway or like a heavier well, rail. Unless you want more lines going to the north because you don't want to have create a bottleneck. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying if you have like a, just a one-to-one subway for now that just kind of stops has a couple of stops all of a sudden yeah you don't have to obviously broader expansion if we actually get something more akin to chicago or other areas like st louis actually has a subway well want yeah to cross the river at some point but just for now it'd probably be cheaper if you're able to just go in a straight line with the streetcar link already man wouldn't it be so sick to get like a couple like B words from the federal government. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. Hey, hey, Joe Biden, can you, can you throw like, you're a train guy, th- throw a few billion dollars at the Casey streetcar <laughs> so we can, we can build more of it. Yeah. That, that's the new line, Yeah, which is going to go down to UMKC. I, he says, because I pulled up the, the currently under construction map. Mm-hmm. That's, Realize you guys can't now, actually see Riverfront Main Street extension. There we go, baby. We're going. We're rolling. Uh, the the ball is f- fully off the uh, you, track. It's rolling down. Do now. you think it'll ever work its way into uh, Johnson County, or will it just be Clay County and Jackson County and Wyandotte County? It has to, right? Long term, I'm Long talking term. like ten years from now. It has to at some point. It, it just makes too much sense. I, maybe Johnson County will oppose it, but Johnson County's already paying for it. Yeah, we have a regional transit authority. There's nothing stopping them from going into Johnson County and all that because they're already a part of it. I, as in, the bus system in Kansas City is one giant unified bus system. It's Ride KC and it services the entire metropolitan area. So Johnson County already has you know a slice of the pie so at some point they're going to be like wait a second we're paying for the streetcar can we get a couple stops in our area and that and that is a good point if anyone in johnson county ever like 
opposes it is be like, well, I mean, you're already paying for it. Which that might have the blowback of them not wanting to pay for it anymore, but it, I well, mean, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's cool. It, it's, if you want people to come here, if you want investment in our community, you know, if you want more Garmin's or more T-Mobile's or more, you know, other regional AMC, yeah. they're going to want a nice thriving, growing city. And Kansas city has, you know, a brand new train system. Maybe Johnson County doesn't look as appealing anymore. You know, maybe, Hey, our workers, when we build a new campus, you know, they kind of like the idea of not having to drive everywhere. This kind of looks appealing to them. Now, with the North expansion, do you think it'll go into KCK, like KCK proper? I, it, maybe. I, I mean, the next logical leap once all this is done after the airport is the Legends, right? Because you got Sporting KC, you got the Speedway. Yeah. Potentially Arrowhead might move over there. <laughs> so, I mean, would it run I mean, down? Laura Kelly is on a roll. That's what I'll say. Laura Kelly is on a roll. And do you think it would run down, like, State Avenue or where? I will say... State Line Road, if if they're gonna do another like North South, uh, they they can't do it down State Line. I know. Have, have you have you driven down State no, Line recently? I drive down State Road. It is. There's parts I, where it's rough. I know. I'm just saying. You get that investment in that road, and you get the uh, the weed connection of hey, just drive over here, you take a streetcar, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, since, oh yeah. By the way. By the way, uh, <laughs> weed is now legal in uh, the eastern part of well, western part of Missouri, and technically illegal but is basically legal in the eastern part of kansas because once again like our previous episode talked about you know weed legal in missouri and yeah. there's a massive of six hundred thousand pop person population on the kansas side who can easily drive across the hundred streets that lead into kansas city uh kbi if you're listening to this you're not actually listening to this it's like 20 minutes from here yeah it, it's not that far to the state line from here guys no. it's it, it it's gonna be legal in Kansas within five years. They, 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 there's no avoiding it anymore. Because Missouri is taking all this revenue that could be going at, to Kansas's budget. At this point, like, why even hold out? The the only reason everybody, I mean, I think over half of the population of Kansas lives within like a thirty minute drive of legal weed, but Colorado and Kansas. Or Colorado and Missouri are getting all of the revenue from that legal weed. Yeah, it, 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 there's a certain point where even like the most like conservative legislators have to look at that and be like, "Well, that's probably close to f- like fifty million dollars a year." We're just like <laughs> saying no to for no reason, literally no reason, because everybody in Kansas that wants it can get it without any real. Th- there's no way to police it. The entirety of state line, you you can't you can't pull over everybody no. on four thirty five. Granted. I'm assuming probably there's been a few arrests and they're probably going to be made examples of, but, but I mean, just quite frankly, I mean, you just, you can't pull over everybody that crosses into Missouri. No, you, you just, you can't do it. Cause what's, and, and what's going to stop somebody from getting up in the morning, driving into downtown KC, buying weed and the, you know, for work, driving in, buying weed and then driving home. You can't stop that. Nothing. If 100,000 people do that, you can't stop that. It, it, it just doesn't make any sense for it to be illegal at this point. It's like making alcohol illegal again. You know, if Kansas was the only one to do it, people could just go get it elsewhere. Granted, I feel like Kansas would make alcohol legal if they could. Kansas would make a lot of things illegal if they could. But also, <laughs> yeah. uh, they need. Yeah. Uh, at, at this point, maybe there needs to be a discussion about like actual national legalization. Because this. I, the, well, the, he. He said it a 
couple months ago. He said it. Biden did. Yeah. He talked about the scheduling and then nothing since then. And it's like, okay. I, I don't know if that was just for the midterms. But well, but also with the, uh, you know, debt ceiling crisis going on right now. Uh, yeah. Do you know about the coin, by the way? Yes. I've. That was a Simpsons bit, you know? It was? Yeah, there's a bit where they, like, make the coin. Wasn't it? I, I remember, like, a Simpsons episode where there's just, like, the trillion-dollar coin and then, like... Russia gets it or something. Oh no, th- that's where they make like the like billion dollar like dollar, and then uh, Mister or Mister Burns has it. And yes, then, yes, and then yes, he, yes, and then yes, he yes, gives yes, it to Homer. He gives it to Homer and uh, Fidel Castro. Shows yes, it, it was like, Castro. Yes, and, and he's still like, saying it's a Simpsons episode. Yeah, no, but but apparently it's possible with coinage law that you could just make a platinum coin that's one trillion dollars. Yeah. Why would you do that, though? I, I don't know why you... Well, in order to, like, avoid the brinksmanship of fucking with the debt ceiling. But then you would have just injected a trillion dollars of new currency. No, no, no. A trillion dollars of one piece of currency, which yeah, you then put would, in, a ve- in, in a vault. Yeah, but that would be a, a trillion dollars that... I mean, but, it, but it... But it's the coin. We're, are we back to, like, the Byzantines trying to combat inflation? Where it's just like, well, if we just make like gold coins but they're better they're cooler than the old ones then inflation will go down and it's like no that you just made it worse because you just made more money <laughs> there's, there's like a whole thing with the byzantines not understanding why they're current no it was the rush it was the romans actually i was listening to history at rome because i'm a loser but it was a yeah they were just trying to figure out why their money was worthless and they're like well if we just make more of it then this stuff will be better than the old stuff and it didn't work so if we make a trillion dollar coin, that will that will solve the now, problem. Who would you put on it? Would you put on the trillion dollar coin? Yeah. Uh I don't know, you'd have to put someone really like stupid on it. Yeah. Like it would have to be someone stupid. I vote the nineteen eighties sitcom hit Alf. Alf? Yeah. You put Alf on it? Yeah, on the trillion dollar coin. I see I was thinking like actual like I feel like you could do like Homer or something. He's famous enough. Yeah, you you literally could do anyone. Will you do some obscure government official? Yes. Put but, Dick Cheney on it. Yeah. <laughs> the Dick Cheney coin. Could, could could it just be a platinum coin that commemorates Dick Cheney shooting a Texas lawyer? Yeah, you saw that guy that he shot died? He did? Yeah, he died like two days ago. No way. Yeah, on his epitaph, like, you know, his in memoriam, it's like, oh, yeah, here lies, I don't know his name, but he's the guy Dick Cheney shot. <laughs> That's what he's known for is getting shot by, <laughs> by some guy. Oh, God. All right. I, I think I think we have enough. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So. This has been Cleo Talk. I've yeah, been Matt. I've been RC. Uh, you can follow us at Cleo History on Twitter. You can email us at uh, Cleo History Podcast. Uh, you can... We put these things up gmail. on YouTube, by the way. We there's do no, put there's up no visuals, but there's the audio if you want to... Yeah. So, like, and, and it, it. that's at Cleo History with no space. Um, yeah. Go ahead and let us know on Twitter, email, or YouTube if you like this stuff or... Uh, Actually, yeah. if you don't, let us know, too. Yeah. Uh honestly like hate mail would be kind of interesting it would be kind of fun they'd give us something that we could talk about if you send us hate mail we'll talk about it probably yeah and uh will we be nice no but uh yeah i mean we'll probably make fun of you for sending us hate mail because why did why are you even listening 
Yeah, but it, you're wasting your life. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it'll be like when the daughter of Saddam Hussein emailed us. Yeah, she did. Yeah, it was a phishing scam, but yeah. Hey, right. hey. All right. Bye. Bye.